Hi, Amber. Hi, Marion. Hi, Adrian. Hello, ladies. We are back. Welcome to Bad Movies Rock. Megan. Amber, yes. I, I want to welcome you to Bad Movies Rock. I think it's very important that I also welcome you to Bad Movies Rock. Thank you. I think it's important for my psyche and for us to move on to have a good show. Yeah. You're not going to, like, ask me about my day or anything? You're going to be like, hey, Amber, you know, what's going on with you? What's in your mind grapes today? Hey, Amber, how are you? uh, What's in your mind grapes today? What is that? Thank you for asking. Okay, so earlier, I was having a conversation with my brother. Mayhem came up as, like, you know, somebody was like, they were arrested for things and they they were up to some mayhem. And I've always thought that, like, if I was going to get arrested for something, I'd want it to be for mayhem because it's whimsical. You can't really do bedlam. Bedlam's more of a state you know, you cause a state of bedlam, but you can be arrested and charged with mayhem. It sounds sounds whimsical, but still kind of hardcore. So like, I, yeah. I was always for it until we looked up the definition of mayhem. And it's not really what I'm into. Uh, it specifically means mutilating somebody. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, way more disturbing than I thought it would be. For sure. Like, it's you, you n- not just like hurting them, but like cutting them on the face, but like something permanent and debilitating, like taking an eye. But an wow. ear or a nose doesn't count, really. It's it's like you have to take an arm, and it has to be intentional. So that it's is... not like a whoopsie mutilation. Like you, mayhem is I'm taking something from you that you're really gonna miss, and people are gonna notice. And yet we've reinvented it as playful tailgating pranks, right? <laughs> huh? Wow, that's uh, that's disturbing. I've, I I've had de- no idea the yeah. I've decided to give up on humanity. Goodbye. Have a good podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, harsh but fair. I just, I just, I'm a little sad because now I have to take it off my bucket list because that's just not how I want to roll with my particular misdemeanors. It's less of a misdemeanor and more of a you could get life in prison in this state, right? For it. Well, I'm so Amber. Can I just say I'm so sorry. Thank I'm, you. I'm sorry for your, um, you know, loss of this, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, thing you thought you were going to be able to do in your life. And now yep. you've realized it's, uh, well, you're just kind of giving up on something. I mean, I I, you know, yeah. you're just kind of being a real, real guppy about this. You could, you know, ovary up and do it. But I guess you're I'm, just going to. I'm gonna... sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You, you want me to mutilate somebody? Because at first I was going to be like, oh, thanks, Megan. You know, it still hurts, but it's nice to have that pain acknowledged. But now you're just, now you're you're bullying me I'm, into mutilation. Yeah. Is that what's happening yes. in this conversation that we're recording right now? Uh, uh, let's go with no. That was a joke. Legally, that's probably something the happens smart later on. Yeah. yeah that's mm-hmm. fair. That's fair. You know what? <laughs> It's times like these I wish I lived during a zombie apocalypse because that kind of mutilation yeah. is fine. Is it mutilation if the person is undead? It kind of comes back to pickpocketing versus oh, gosh, uh, corpse yeah. robbing with the undead. Yeah, such a good question. Can you mutilate a zombie? Mm. Anywho. Well. We watched Resident Evil Extinction. We did. We watched Resident Evil 3. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Can you, can you, hmm. I mean, legally, in a way, you're still mutilating in that you're removing something permanently, but right. they're already dead. So I'm, is it? I'm picturing sawing into a log here. I don't feel like the undead <laughs> have feelings, and therefore <laughs> there's no crime. Like mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. I'm if I am if I am cutting a two by four, it is no right. longer a living thing. It right. is a two by four. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, but to be two- fair, the two by four doesn't like scream and struggle and try to bite you and sort of bleed dead blood everywhere. Oh, but that is the justification for enjoying right. it. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm just so glad that we can gather together strong, powerful women and have these important conversations. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> like it's important. It's uh, we're we are doing the Lord's work right now. Uh huh. For yes. sure, Yes. <laughs> wow. Megan. Amber. You watched this movie, right? Mm-hmm. I did. I did. Prove it. Cool. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, okay. So this movie is um another Resident Evil, and um what happens is zombies. And let me tell you the particular flavor of kind of zombie apocalypse we have going on for this movie. So we learn that um, the Umbrella Corp is up to its old um, nasty games. They have figured out a way to make a corporation that unleashed, unleashed a zombie plague on um, the Earth even more despicable on like a personal level. Like they were, they managed to make these folks seem even worse than murdering most of the planet because um, now they are... Um, the Umbrella Corp folks have hunkered underground. Apparently, it's been about five years um, since this last the last movie. And um, Umbrella Corp folks are hunkered underground, but they're kind of, they're low on supplies. They're um, trying to figure out some ways to um, uh, stop the zombie apocalypse, but only just save themselves um, by doing things such as oh, I don't know, um, domesticating them, or um, uh, then it comes around to enraging them to use them as weapons. And uh, they are also personally making clones of our dear friend Alice and um, trying to run Alice through a gauntlet in order to, um, you know, get her prized blood in order to do their further machinations. Um, Yeah. Newsflash Umbrella Corp, still super duper evil. Um, so then um, we we kind of learn about that. Then we also flip back to Alice. Alice alone in kind of, we've learned that once the zombie apocalypse hit, also um, the rivers and the streams and the trees all got zombified. So they're all gone. Um, so it's, it's essentially desert wasteland all the time right now. Um, and the few survivors, they have to keep moving. They're, they're always moving because apparently if you stay too long at one place, uh, the horde of zombies smell you and they come and get you. Um, so we're checking in on Alice as she travels alone and our good friends uh, Odette Fair and Mike Epps um, as they kind of lead a um, caravan of survivors um, I guess just kind of through the wasteland at this point. It's unclear that they're going anywhere specific. Um, yeah, then Alice joins up with them. Um, they decide to go to Alaska for reasons. And uh, Umbrella Corp sends uh, rage monster zombies after Alice in order to capture her. And then uh, Alice decides that she's now going to fight Umbrella Corps personally. Pretty good. Pretty good and summary. And everyone's going to Alaska. Uh, yes, and everybody's going to Alaska. That's the. Mm-hmm. I, I think um, that that means two people are going to Alaska, if I remember correctly. It's, uh, it starts <laughs> yeah. with a few 
couple, a couple dozen at least, and uh, everyone by the end is his two people, and they're going to Alaska because uh, there's no infection bu- there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And a bunch of kids, like there's just kids getting on the helicopter at the end. Just yeah, there's kids and yeah, two female survivors because. Who else is going to take care of those kids? Yeah, exactly. How do you how how does every other able-bodied adult die, but the useless children are the ones who make it out? They just had them squirreled away. They never let them out. Which guess what? Maybe just don't go outside of the vehicle in zombie apocalypse times, and you'll be better off. I'm- I get the emotional need to protect children, but, like, those kids are fucked now. They're down a sniper. They're down, like, a trained soldier. They're down random guy who learned how to snap zombies next. They are down literally everything they need for survival. Now there's just some kids. That's not okay. But they're going to Alaska where zombies don't happen. Much better as bait. Just put them behind the vehicle and (laughs) drag them on a string. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. (laughs) No, it's it's the human instinct to protect the children. Yeah, you've got to protect. If, the if children. we if we do that, have if we don't do that, have we lost our humanity? What is left mm. to fight for? Right, and it's all about that need to procreate and kind of like live on in the, you know. I mean, those kids can't children. procreate either. The, the future it's, it's, again. The future okay. of a waterless world. That's what we leave these children. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's the other thing. Like, what I would say that there isn't a reason. At all. Mm, there's yeah, no trees. There's kinda, no water. There's yeah. endless zombies, and nobody has deodorant or weed. What's yeah. the point? Good point. Yeah, <laughs> I think that the movie. So I I feel like the franchise really wanted to stick with like the one word for the sequels, um, but I really think this movie is brink of extinction because it's really talking about how the last few strongest groups of people get wiped out, right? Because you've got Umbrella Corp underground and even they are like tapped out on resources. They're in the 20%, they're in the 50% for their food or whatever. Um, you lose the North American hub in this movie. The This band of survivors that brands themselves as Claire Redfield's caravan. I don't know if she's like the new Google or something, but like <laughs> they, they broadcast that as if it's supposed to like help you trust them, that they're real people and they're not just going to try to feed you to their zombie dogs. Um, it's a very specific example. Yeah, I don't know where that's coming yeah, from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this, very, this very strong caravan, large caravan, has been collecting people, collecting survivors, and now all of a sudden they've hit a turning point where in the last six months their headcount was going down. So here we are. We're arriving at the doorstep of extinction, and we're like, have some kids. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a whole passel of dirty, traumatized children. Yeah. <laughs> Alaska, I guess. They're, yeah. not, they're not dirty. They have no reference point. Oh, that's true. I have a reference point. <laughs> Those adults have a reference point. <laughs> yeah. They know what they're looking at when they look at those half-starved, dirty children. <laughs> Oh, and it's boy. not the future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, hey, Amber, what did the critics say about this movie? Oh, the critics, they loved it. They thought it was a joy, just a real delightful. It is 41. 41 a Metacritic, 62 for users. Yeah, it's 24 for uh, critics and then 58 on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Harsh. Okay. Yeah. But fair? No, mm, I don't think so. <laughs> Twenty four? Are you kidding me? It's, it's, it's the the 
so many of the blurbs are just mentioning that like, oh yeah, Mila Jovovich, still beautiful and lethal. Like, oh, look at her in the old timey new spangled garters and her swords and oh, she's still sexy, but oh, the movie's terrible. Hmm. Wow. I think the, the nicest thing one person said about it was that it moved along quickly. So Metacritic's sitting on a 17% sexist bump. I don't disagree. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Still a lithe and lethal dynamo. Lithe. Lithe and lethal. Lithe. Yeah. Mm. I could probably spend an entire weekend watching Mila twirl her kukris. Mm. Oh. That is very upset. The honestly, the Rotten Tomatoes does does not mention any of that, and I'm I, I'm getting worried about Metacritic right now. To to be fair, I could spend an entire week, weekend watching Mila twirl her kukris. It was pretty cool. I don't think fair. that was intended to necessarily fair. be sexual. This, on the other hand, almost all of it has to do with watching the occasionally nude Jovovich look absolutely smashing in duster and sidearms. But sometimes, let's face it, that's not enough. Okay. Like it's, yeah, right. it's kind of like, a, eh. I mean, yes, yeah, she's nude a lot, but she's more, I don't know. I don't know. Like, if you're not liking the movie, why do you have to specifically tailor your comments to, at least we got to look at Mila Jovovich and she was occasionally naked. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if, if the gap, the 17 point bump shrinks as Mila gets older. <laughs> oh, good Are question. we sexist yeah. and ageist on Medicare? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These are some. These are some really. We, we'll we'll do a study as we go on in this. Uh, as long as she doesn't movies. get fatter, I oh, feel God. like she probably won't age enough to really make people uh-huh. hate watching her do things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody Bad liked critics. it. They thought it was uh, uninspiring. They they hoped that the title suggested there wouldn't be any more. Yeah. Um, People enjoy it on, on Rotten Tomatoes saying things like, it's high time for Resident Evil. Enough is enough. So, you know, just... Although, you know, come on, people. It's one word after the colon. Don't be ridiculous. It's not going to mm-hmm. be enough is enough. Right. Yeah, I'm, I don't think the critics are right. I think they're joyless. I read an AV Club review that was just... It, it, Okay, yeah, it hits the notes. Dude gets bitten, doesn't tell anybody. Hilarity ensues. Zombies are even zombier than before, and then they get murdered. Yes, okay, yeah, it has familiar elements to the past movies and other movies that are like that, but that doesn't mean it does them and executes them joylessly. I think there's a lot of joy in the violence in this movie. Yeah, agreed. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Mm. And it's stupid in a fun way. Mm Mm-hmm. Why does no one appreciate when things are ridiculous in a fun way? I love I love all of this stupid. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's the best kind of stupid. It's fantastic, Milijovic kicking ass, stupid. So that's my review. It's get out of bed, stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's excellent. That's an excellent review, and that's that's more than we get from reading any of this nonsense. Ignore the critics as usual. They lack the joy to really appreciate this film. Moving on. Yeah. I mean, so so one thing um, about this movie, I mean, to be fair, we lose almost everybody, but we definitely do lose our um, actors of color. We lose Odette Fair. We lose um, Mike Epps. We lose mm-hmm. um, Ashanti, who plays the um, uh, the medic. Um, yeah, so that's a bummer. Yeah, so I was, is- I was so sad when LJ died. So, so well, sad. <laughs> a fucking LJ. Okay, fair. <laughs> That's fair. 
<laughs> Shame on them for making me hate him so I, much. Yeah. I would rather black men be extinct than you be the only one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't disagree. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, it's, it, yeah. Harsh. Mm-hmm. Harsh but fair. Yeah. LJ was the worst. He was the real villain of this movie. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember who I quoted here, but I definitely wrote, wrote in my notes, LJ can suck it forever. And I <laughs> I think that was Adrian, but... Uh... I'm pretty sure that was Adrian. I think that's, that, that must be somewhere in the text chat. Yep. At the very beginning of this movie, we get to see um, Alice die. Oh, no. We get to see that she's she's awake again in her shower and it's like the beginning of the first one all over again she her red dress is laid out and um she gets to try to you know fight her way through apparently some sort of um labyrinth um death trap that um umbrella corp has set up for her and uh yeah alice dies very beginning oh no and then she's brought out to a pile of Alice's. And we realize, oh, I see. They've been cloning Alice's and making them run little mazes to see if they are a good enough Alice, I guess. Yeah, what's the science here that I'm missing? It Okay, so they've cloned lots of Alice's. We, we learned that that was uh, number 86, I believe. What are they learning in the gauntlet? And also, what are they learning when she fails? And also, what happens if she succeeds? It, it, what does that mean? It, are they trying to create Mila Jovovich 1.0 by making her go through, like, the, the clones go through the same things that she went through? Science, like, are, they, are, are we working with epigenetics here? Yeah. Like, what is this? Yeah, it's so weird because yeah. they're creating the clones, putting the clones through the test. But ultimately, like, the thing that they actually want is Alice's blood, right? Right. So it's yeah. like, how can you clone her without her blood? And right. how is, like, the blood that you're using to clone her not adequate to do the other thing you want to do with her blood? You just right. like watching her die. Yeah. It, it really seems that way. Because how does watching her die or not die, presumably is the goal, prove that she's somehow the right type of blood haver? Right. Because clone Alice can still do telekinesis. So there's she's got, there is something still there. <laughs> like... It's yeah. yeah. I also love that they gave all of the clone Alice's traumatic memories. Ah. Like, yes. Yeah, yes. it's important to her kind of um sense of self. I, I want them to I want her to remember seeing human diamond shapes cut by the Red Queen. This is part of the programming. Yes, exactly right. Yeah, that's how you get that original Alice flavor in all up in the blood. Are they? They're trying to cure things, right? With her yes, blood, they think yes, they can cure. Yes, noble, noble quest to cure Very noble. and domesticate the zombies into uh, well, a slave that, that army. Like, yes, yeah, that seems like a fucking side hustle. At the end of the day, like yeah. it's the the North American facility is like their science facility. I guess the other ones aren't science facilities. You, you're right. Like this totally came up at a board meeting. They were like, "What is our next profitable endeavor?" In mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in this brink of extinction world, how do we make right. money? Oh, I know. Let's let's make these these golems of flesh into <laughs> like domestic workers. Yeah. Now that we have to dig fifty feet for water, which they never talk about, um, no. let's create a slave army of zombies. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll sell yeah. them to people. I mean, 
Like, yeah. I guess they they could then dig 50 feet for the water. You know, then then they could <laughs> do the water hustle. Uh, what is the word that he uses and says so ridiculously? Oh, yes, the zombies can now do the more laborious activities that we don't want to do. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like dig, I don't know, seven billion graves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You. <laughs> oh please! They they, uh, they left those people to lie where they of course they, they, they did. stayed. They don't care. And yeah. what do they need the graves for? Because the person just got up and walked again. That's true. Or if they died, they were just eaten by crows, kind of block by block. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So they're gonna they, they have they they they've cornered the market on Alice clones that aren't very good, uh, apparently, scientifically, and uh, zombie zombie domestication. That project doesn't really pan out for them either. Could you tell me a little bit more about this? How how do you know that the zombies are getting domesticated? What do they? What kind of trials do they put them through? That's an excellent question. Well, Megan, first they they put them in a nice jumpsuit to um, oh obviously really, really de- delineate between the uh, domesticated zombies and your you know garden variety shambling around looking for flesh zombie. You got to get got to put the z- jumpsuit on. Your uniform's important. Yeah. Like it yep. really sends kind of a, a mental message. It's like um, getting up these days and like putting on real clothes and then going to work. It's like it sends your body a message that you are now at work. You are even if you're working from home, you're like Yeah. You're mentally there. Zippers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Zippers get you there. Zippers, Zippers get exactly. You there. If you if you zip yourself into a onesie, mm-hmm. uh, then you're like I'm ready for domestic work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really I'm really ready to take take commands. So they they shoot this this fellow up in a in a, you know, lab setting with some of the domestication juice and uh, they give him some some simple tasks can, can he remember more than mm, flesh good uh, they, they hand him a cell phone a flip phone oh he, he holds it to his ear oh he knows what it is That's they hand adorable. him a pen what, do, what does a pen do the pen writes oh very good then they give him a simple simple motor skill task you know one of those those baby blocks where you have like the shapes that go inside the box, but you have to put them through the right shaped hole, you know, circle goes in circle. And he, he's like whizzing through that shit. Whiz, whiz, whiz. And you know, dude face in there, I, I want to call him Jorah Mormont. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, Ian, Ian Glenn. Ian Glenn, but yes. I didn't even Game watch that show, but I fucking know that. Ian Glenn is our, our resident Umbrella Corp scientist, not the big head guy. That's no, no, no. Always wear my sunglasses inside Wesker that we only see occasionally. Ian Glenn is our current big bad guy. Right. And he's he's just, he's flying high. He's like, I got this. He's, you know, basically mentally high-fiving the other two scientists in the room. And then our domesticated jumpsuit zombie, he gets a little frustrated. One of those shapes, it's not going in. It's not going in. He gets agitated. He smashes the whole thing, breaks free from his chains, slaughters the other two sciences because Ian Glenn got the fuck out of Dodge immediately. Oh, yeah, yeah. And close the door behind him when at least at least one of those scientists could have made it out. A hundred percent. Yeah, we know that because he gets to the door and mm-hmm. he and Glenn's just like, sorry, mm-hmm. bro. Yeah, not fast <laughs> enough. <laughs> yeah. But does he consider that project a failure, Megan? No, no, this is a good step. This no, is a the, good step. The, the data quality was so high. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> You're, yeah. I'm sitting here with two scientists. Oh, Dr. Isaacs. <laughs> Another question is how many people are left? I mean, like, they're saying that they're like, number, the, the resources are getting low in Umbrella Corps. But, like, when they have Alice going through her, um, 
her paces, clone Alice, um, she kills a security guard with telekinesis. Like, is that a real person? Like, do they clone that security guard too? Like, is his fate to be like, if you look one to the side, are they also like cloning that security guard like (laughs) 5,000 times so that he can be there to get telekinesis dead? Or are they just like, okay, okay, George, it's your turn. All right, who who drew the short straw and gets to be the security guard on <laughs> Alice May's labyrinth duty? Oh, that's amazing. I would suggest that, I mean, uh, at least 87, you know, Kevins have been murdered yeah. at that station. I mean, one, one presumes that not every Alice got there and maybe not every mm-hmm. Alice also had the beta waves. Right, right. Or, and, and the alpha waves. Not out every Alice can be geometric. Let's just put that out there. <laughs> yeah. Where's so, where's the Kevin Trench? Is what I, I guess what I'm asking. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Kevin's just get recycled. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. But one of my questions about the beginning of this this opening sequence is: you have all of these Alice bodies. You know that the zombies are going to find you, even with the rare instances that you come outside. Why not just? Just fly your helicopter with your Alice bodies just a little farther away, like create a little decoy site. <laughs> yeah, other side good of the question. hill. Like, yeah, burn your me. Alice, incinerate your Alice bodies. These evil scientists. I mean, they let you me could down. even kind of like use your resources to sort of create an Alice pit, but like surround, like surrounded by some sort of you know zombie murdering containment yeah. zone. Like you just yes. dig out. A massive, and then just like occasionally do a good burn, you know, bur- like burn a spike trap. Yeah, man, yeah, you are exactly right. That's beautiful. That's how you deal with a zombie apocalypse. You murder, you make, and then murder a bunch of clones Obviously. in a laborious gauntlet style process. Yes, yeah. <laughs> steep sides, <laughs> steep sided walls in the desert. Yes, mm-hmm. frequent burns, frequent burns. Yeah, just go through the, some flamethrowers, clear out that batch, and then just. Holy shit. Yeah, we've That's, solved it. Yeah. You solved That's really the zombie good. apocalypse. I just need a helicopter license and we're ready, guys. And we're good. Yeah. I believe in you. Helicopter and a flamethrower. All set. Ah, oh, flamethrowers. So useful. <laughs> so very useful. And you don't need bullets. You just need, well, I guess you need fuel and that fuel's also going into the cars. Okay. It's kind of yeah, flying. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard mm. to really. Flesh burns. <laughs> Flesh is the fuel. <laughs> All you need is a spark. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so so shortly thereafter, we we cut to Alice, and she's driving around. She's got like some sort of CB radio thing where she's kind of listening in to like people who are broadcasting needing help. And she goes to she hears a distress call, and she goes to help some people. So that goes very well. Um, what were you saying about zombie dogs killing? Uh, set to kill people oh, nothing nothing minor <laughs> notes um this scene introduces the like post-apocalyptic dirt bag right the yes. people <laughs> that despite the fact that there are so few other people on the planet they have decided to prey on those other people and alice kind of falls into their trap wanting to help them for some reason because you know they're not on a satellite path i guess mm-hmm. so she stops at klkb <laughs> she's ready to help this woman ready to help the baby and next thing you know she has guns in her face and they're threatening to physically violate her so yeah. instead they've Gross. captured the wrong woman she murders several of their zombie dogs just 
just kicks them to the head, whatever it takes. Used to and it. She's good at it already. Yeah. The remaining dogs rip this the supporting posts out from underneath these people who are who have wonderful names like Pockmark and Piggy and Eddie. Um, Runty, no! Yes, Runty. And Runty. And she rips the, the dogs rip the support posts and the people slide in and the dogs just attack them. And Alice just, she looks around and she's like, hmm, these are some nice weapons. And she's gone. Yep. Yeah. This this post-apocalyptic dirtbag you speak of, like, it's, I mean, hypothetically, they're kind of doing twofold. They're, they're getting people to come in and then stealing kind of whatever they got, right? Um, taking whatever they're resources. they're eating people. Come oh, on. Oh, yeah. They've got to be, right? But then I they, assumed cannibal, but then they throw her to the dogs. That right. seems super wasteful if yeah. you are a cannibal. How many people can honestly, one... Just be wandering by in the first place. And two, be willing to come and try and help a random stranger mm-hmm. when people are pulling shit like they're pulling. Yeah. Yeah. It seems, yeah. It, and I guess it's just entertainment. I guess they're bored. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Maybe. Yes. Let's assume definitely cannibals because at this point, gotta have caught some sort of prion disease from eating all that person. They would be dumb and crazy enough at that point to just toss meat to the dogs for entertainment. Yeah. You know, you're not thinking about your next meal. You're thinking, I'm crazy. Let's watch dog eat her. Yeah, fair. <laughs> and you're also I think thi- that's what prions are like. You're just it's Yeah, you're also thinking this is a Resident Evil movie. How can we possibly have one without zombie talks in it? So yes, exactly. we gotta get there somehow. Exactly. Oh, Megan, your reasoning is so mercenary. I thought they seamlessly blended this into the plot. <laughs> Cover some more dogs with meat and film it. Let's go. Yep. We, now, we didn't go to all the trouble of perfecting meeting up these dogs. Thank <laughs> Not you. to use them in every goddamn movie. <laughs> oh, so true. Oh. This scene sets up why when when Alice hears the call about Claire Redfield's caravan that she doesn't answer it right away, right? True, yes. She needs to get there just in time to have some big moment with her psionic activity spiking and all of that stuff. It really does set up the whole movie in the, from that perspective. You make a very good point. This is, That's true. I take Lazily. back my criticism, and I think this movie is perfect in every way. Yes. Yeah. I do uh, like her big psionic moment. That's, that is pretty beautiful. It is. Yeah. What? So that was uh, – we see that – Alice, what did she do? She like did she arrow somebody to a yes Stevie? Yeah, uh, Stevie. Um, he's a zombie. It's okay. He's, um, it's okay. He uh, still has like a little death chatter with the teeth, but you know, yeah, it's okay. yeah. And and she notices a crow come down and eat Stevie's eyeball, and she's like, huh. And then she just kind of lets it go, and uh, turns out um, the 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 term murder of crows is no. Uh, it's not just a f- fancy name in this movie. I don't know. Col- colorful, colorful moniker. Thank you. Um, I, I don't know. I just I was I was trying to help. I don't I know if it, it. did. Yeah, the- Thanks, mm-hmm. Megan. Thanks. I validate you. So, uh, yeah, we end up at some point where uh, Claire's um, Claire Redfield's caravan um, is being overtaken by a murder of murderous crows. It is pretty horrifying. It is it is, it is. It satisfyingly is. horrifying to just kind of have them all wake up, you know, in the morning. They're in their vehicles because that's how you that's how you hunker down for sleep in They're a zombie dummies. apocalypse. Yeah. They're not dummies. They set up a perimeter. They know what this is. This is a Claire Redfield's fucking caravan. It is professional as shit. They all wake up and they just, oh, 
groggy. Let me stretch. Oh, fuck. And it's just, it's quiet, but there's so many birds around them. Yes. Just, just chilling. Just on every line. On every vehicle. And everybody's like, don't move. And then one of those kids that they decided to save, who I am assuming made it to the end, fucking moves. Yeah. Yep. Come on, How dare kids. you knock over your empty can of pork and beans? <laughs> this is not a good moment for that. Clean up your shit before you go to bed is yeah. all I have to say. Mm-hmm. If you'd put it in the trash, yeah. wouldn't have been a problem. Wouldn't have been a problem. So, but then, so, you know, birds, 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 murder, murder, murder. We absolutely get this hero moment from Alice, though, because these birds, she's on her own. She just destroyed her motorcycle. So she's on foot now, right? She lifted her motorcycle with her geometric rate psionic powers <laughs> and dropped it in the desert and broke it. But she sees these crows swirling and diving and she moves towards the chaos. Yeah. And then she burns all those fuckers up. Yeah. yeah, somebody at the last minute started using the flamethrower, then they got gut, the flamethrower is still active, the birds are everywhere, you can't shoot them all, so what do you do? Oh yeah, use your psychic abilities to turn the sky to fire and bird feathers. Yeah, and in the process, like, saving Odette Fair and somebody else from the flamethrower gone awry, it's, it's, a, it's a dual, like, yeah, impressiveness entrance. Oh, gorgeous. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people die. Just a lot of oh, a lot of death. so many. So you know who you know who doesn't die? Interestingly, mm. LJ. LJ mm, manages yeah. to survive, and I for some reason I'm very disappointed in the fact that he survived, and I can't can't quite put my finger on why. Oh, hmm. Mm. Mm. Yeah. What one mm. reason? One reason might be might be is when they were doing their their due, due diligence and clearing out this place before they set up camp. Um, yeah, they, they, as you do in a zombie apocalypse, when you're the like last of the survivors who really know what they're doing, you split up to search yes. a place, obviously. Yep. And uh, he uh, gets attacked and he gets bitten uh, by a zombie. Odette Fair mm-hmm. saves him. And uh, which is kind of ridiculous because like he saw the zombie right on top of him. Hey, 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 sorry. I'm not putting, I'm I'm blaming the victim. That's not fair. That's not fair. So trusting. Yeah. So trusting. I mean, at this point, they they went through the events of Resident Evil, oh my God. Apocalypse. 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 Thank you. Sorry. It's just apocalypse and extinction. Judging you with my eyes. You should be. (laughs) You should, after all the shit I gave Megan. Yes. They went through the events of Resident Evil Apocalypse together. That that bonds people. That, that was like one crazy set of hours. Now mm-hmm. they've been together for five years. Yeah. The amount of intimacy they must have built up in that time. I mean, I want to live in Odette Fair's world. I want to live in the world where you got to trust your friend to tell you when you've been bit. Yeah. You know, like if you say, are you good, man? And he says, yes, I don't want to have to be worrying. I don't want to have to be looking over my shoulder. Oh, is LJ getting sweaty and gray? Should I maybe shoot them in the head? No, I want to live in the world where I want to trust that he's got my back and I have his. But instead, the movie takes place in LJ's world. Ugh. Where you get bitten, you don't tell anybody, you let your girlfriend die. Bye-bye, booty call. Doesn't matter. Ashanti, no. She's saving the children. Yes. And you're sitting there turning into a zombie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and like, she Fuck tells her. you to go to save yourself, and you do. Like, the what is that? He has I at mean, least two opportunities to like sacrifice his already like um, dead man walking self, and he lets other people die in his stead. 
knowing that as soon as he turns, no one's going to know it was about to happen. He's defo either going to murder or infect and therefore murder someone else. LJ is an asshole. He is the worst person in this movie. And I am including the Umbrella Corporation. Wow. Yeah. I mean, they never got the benefit of being friends with Odette Fair and Mila Jovovich, okay? They didn't get the benefit of having people like that influence them and save their lives. You know, Umbrella Corporation, I'm gonna assume, been living in kind of a moral void. Friendless, loveless. Yeah, yeah. LJ got to live that love. Evil yeah. science is all they know. Evil science is all they know. <laughs> but LJ knew more. He, yeah. Oh. Yeah, but luckily, luckily, well, while he was busy getting bit, Mila was busy finding a very good journal. Oh my god! Apparently, the best journal, the best. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For- uh, a dead person's journal. Mm-hmm. She's. I, did she hang herself? Was it? Was it, it self-inflicted. Like, yeah, it, that's yeah. what it looked like. Yeah. Um, apparently she couldn't just live on hope, but she, uh, got some, some radio transmissions that informed her, I assume very real radio transmissions, that Alaska was, uh, infection-free. Right. And, um, everyone would be safe. So she found an atlas and it had Alaska on it and she circled it 18 times and then wrote some big arrows pointing at it and said, I should go to Alaska. If I Jovovich found this. In this film, if I got a message telling me Alaska was infection-free, I'd be like, yeah, bitches, but do you have any water? Yeah, right? Good, good question. Where's the water? Yeah. I'm well, sad. without without infection, you don't have um, the lakes and the rivers and the trees all disappearing, right? Because okay. it, it's the infection that caused that. This is, this is amazing science. This yeah. is amazing. So the oceans still exist, but mm-hmm. all yes. the trees and fresh water are gone. Yeah, obviously. Except in places where the infection isn't. Because a virus we can eat fresh water, I'm confused. And weather doesn't happen anymore. Yep. There is no global atmospheric circulation. <laughs> mm-hmm. the, what they forgot to tell you is that the Day After Tomorrow movie occurred in addition to this film. Oh, so but of course. So oceanic circulation has shut down and there mm-hmm. is no rain. So Wow. You know. Adrian, that oh. is <laughs> such a good pull. That is fucking amazing. <laughs> Now it all makes or, sense. Or We're, exactly in my wheelhouse. <laughs> Got so it. This is which is where I eat breakfast. It's yeah. not that, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We're in the middle of two different sciences mm-hmm. apocalyptic the world. My Excellent. Other, my other thought was zombies are just really thirsty. We, we always see them eating like people and brains, but maybe they're just like very thirsty. And so they drink all the fresh water. They're actually yeah, like human sponges. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yep, just slurp, atmospheric slurp. sponges just sucking up all the moisture in the air. But or, not in Alaska, people. Or like they're either that or their like whole bodies are little radiators and they're like emitting so much local heat oh. that they've dried out and caused the desertification. Yeah. Either way, these 100%. are all very scientific reasonings. Yeah, scientifically I'm, I'm into sound. it. Yeah. And all of it makes Alaska's appeal that much more evident. No infection, definitely got to be water and trees. I mean, it's just, it's ob- obvious. So yeah. clear. We know from recent history that uh, nobody in Alaska has been affected by any recent pandemic or diseases. So we know that, yeah, it's safe. Are political views a disease? <laughs> I beg to argue. Yes. I beg to differ. Yeah. Anyway. They might kill more people in the long run. I I have to I also have to 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 yell about the fact that 
I think these survivors would recognize zombieism. Like, they yes. should know. They should know if somebody's, like, getting a little bit gray and getting the shakes and doesn't feel good and keeps clutching their, like, chest that's something the fuck is up. Like, have they not seen this shit before? I mean, they also In might be dying years? of tuberculosis at this point. Like, I, I, people turning gray and getting sweaty might just be kind of business as usual. Guess what? He shouldn't be there if he's tuberculosis either. Had some yeah. had some bad five day old beans. He he does actually blame the beans at some point. He he's does, like, yeah. Just gas. <laughs> yep. You know how just, gas makes you sweaty and gray. Anyway, it's you know mm-hmm. touch of the botulism. Yeah. Sweaty, gray, craving flesh. It's I mean, beans. yeah, I, I I do blame his his girlfriend the most because he sets up a date with her immediately after getting bit, and she's the goddamn medic. She's the medic. I don't blame her. She had really good skin. That's fair. They do have a lovely funeral. Uh, Mila decides to help them, and um, they decide to go to Vegas because they're going to need gasoline. Because they're going to Alaska, everyone. Got to go to Alaska. They, people people gotta... keep dying here. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? Alaska, Instead of baby. North American pipelines, they're going to follow the North American pipe dream. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh. It's poetry. That's, yeah. that's, that's it's beautiful. We get to Vegas. Tell us about Vegas. Yeah, here's the problem with Vegas. Here it is. Um, when um, Mila Jovovich used her uh, telekinesis powers to incinerate all those murder murder crows um she blipped on the um umbrella corpse radar cell satellite system and they were able to use these um like two points in order to triangulate where she was because that's how triangulation works and uh (laughs) they were able to figure out that they were going to go to vegas and uh guess what umbrella corp is there in vegas waiting for them with two points i can triangulate and extrapolate i am that good at evil science (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. yeah triangulate make predictions about where people are gonna go yeah it's it's very good Mm -hmm. they do not have permission to be there though oh yeah that's right i'd forgotten that uh yeah um uh mr ian glenn is going rogue here he's they've told him to shut down shut down his uh wild and wacky experiments and he's like fuck i'm not doing that i'm gonna go to he he does i don't know why this is in the movie he goes to the point of like getting the um taking uh audio clips of his boss and making his boss say you can do this thing in audio clips Oh, it's wild. He needs. He, he doesn't want. He doesn't want any of his underlings to to get any, any ideas and and report on him to his big boss. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Clever. I think it's because in the in the world they live in, where they're they're living in all these layers of the underground umbrella corporation, like most of their communication are these radio signals, right? Because that's the kind of signal that you could transport underground. So hearing the voice of Wesker telling you to do something makes it law. That's so true. He takes his voice print. He uses it to say, yeah, we're going to take a bunch of our uniformed agro zombies, slightly reformed, like consciously murdering zombies Mm -hmm. at this point, right? Like they have some awareness. Let's get them in some uniforms. Let's drop them off somehow (laughs) in the only road that you could possibly use to get to a gas station in Las Vegas. Let's do that. I have triangulated and extrapolated. We have two points. 
and Adrian, you make a very good point that again we've got these these uniforms that these rage zombies are wearing, and we had a conversation about how do you get such a thing on such a zombie? Do you are they intelligent enough now that they can put on their own clothes? Do you? sedate the rage zombies and then have like poor kevin go in and like <laughs> stuff them into their uniforms at least i don't, I don't have security guard duty today you know yeah that's <laughs> exactly. true we're not murdering another alice today so it's i i am if you think about it like when they're first injected they're pretty docile and they they seem pretty aware so maybe you just like hit them in that sweet spot of just like you give them the jumpsuit Right after yeah. you inject them, and yes. then this run. doesn't this doesn't stink yet. This is nice. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Because it, it wouldn't. He probably can't do those. Right. It's all right. just. I remember kinda. what clothes are. How many, how many people did they sacrifice to the the murders while the zombies were trying to figure out their zippers? <laughs> like those are definitely like motor skills that come right after fitting the shapes into the into the cube. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. First time that zipper snags, somebody's going to die. Oh, just so many people. And Ian Glenn's <laughs> going to be out of that room. He's going to lock you in there. He doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> wow. Yep, yep. Just, so special. Uh, so special. But it gives us a good, you know, slash and, slash and murder in the desert. Yeah. They, they, like, essentially airdrop, um, like, a container full of these, like seems like a clown car clown container full like they just keep coming out of this right there's so yes. many i really want to watch this part again and count how many of the zombies come out of it it is so many it's it's wonderful oh they yeah. take everybody out oh yeah well technically not everybody well because yes. as we know lj makes it to safety <laughs> yes lj who is still alive Gets into a car while everybody else is fighting and dying with Kmart, one of the named survivors that we've met, who is now in danger of being murdered by him. He takes a seat by the in a safe place yep. from another person who isn't definitely going to die with somebody he will definitely mm -hmm. 100% kill. Yeah. I, I just, I just, I can't with you, LJ. I can't with you. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh, sniper guy takes out a bunch before heroically sacrificing himself yes. because he gets bit. Claire yes. is just shoot, shoot, shooting. Mila's kukreeing like a motherfucker until the satellites try to take over her brain and then she takes over the satellites and then she murders everybody and then she runs to kill the Umbrella Corp people who for some reason had to be on site for this to happen. They, they so needed her warm blood. They needed oh. it still warm. Okay, I so the zombies got yeah. her. Got it. Gotcha, gotcha. Right, okay. So they they were on site. She runs off to kill them while the rest of the team still, you know, scrambling to kill all the zombies. Everybody dies except for Claire, uh, who's who's played by, I think, Allie Larder? Allie Larder, correct, yep. Um, Oded Fair, or Carlos, and Kmart. Spencer Locke, um, yes. But yes, Oded uh, is bitten. Yeah. Oded gets bitten by fucking LJ, while he's saving Kmart from LJ. Yep. So not only does he have to kill his stupid fucking friend, but now he's going to die too. Yep. Great. Thanks, LJ. You really whiffed Fuck. this one real there's, bad. And there's, there's still like a moment where he's sad about it. Right. Yeah, right? Carlos, he still has this like moment of loss that for me is just like beyond 
reason. I would I would be pure rage at this LJ. I'm not even ever saying your name again. It is now a curse word to me beyond anything else I could name. And he has this moment of loss. And I'm just like, yeah, no, I want to live I mean, in your world. Yeah. He's the best of us. He's the he best is. of us. And you know what? I like to think that he's mourning the person he thought mm. he, he, he who shall no longer be named was. Right. Yeah. I'm not yeah. mourning you. I'm mourning my ideal of you. Right. Yep. Who I which thought is, you were. Which is worse. Who I thought you were, you selfish motherfucker who put everyone in this caravan at risk the second you got bitten. Oh my God, I want to kill. See, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I would yeah. be, I would shoot you him would several back. more times. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if Odette Fair goes back in his brain and thinks about like, well, he must have gotten bitten. Oh, God, that was like four days ago. Like, <laughs> I wonder if he's like replaying the last four days of 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 his. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it, like if he'd had a second, you know, not if, if things hadn't been as dire as they were in that moment. I feel like if he had a real second, he'd have that moment of sadness. And then you just see him just stomping on his face. Yeah, repeatedly. there would be corpse impaling. Yeah. I, I don't know how you could get mad if you had time to process that. Like, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm almost rubbing my eyebrows off. Thinking yeah, about thinking it. so <laughs> mad. It's, it's stressing <laughs> me out so much. I know. <laughs> Like, I'm, I'm thinking back to the scene, you know, at the gas station when the crows kill, you know, half of them. And, you know, everybody's standing there, including LJ. And they're like, you know, does anybody want to say anything? And I remember, I think I even typed it to you people, just like, I have something to say. You should dig another hole because I got <laughs> bit. There are so many opportunities for him to do the right thing. Yes. Yeah. He could have had a lovely farewell with his friends, like a last right? hoorah kind of dinner. Right. Um, yes. Get you know. the fancy can of beans. Yeah. Yes. They were out. They were yeah. out of beans. But yeah. I don't know. Like, you've been with these, you've been with Carlos for like five years at this point. Who knows how long with the caravan, but some substantial time so that they're all implicitly trusting you to not endanger their lives. Like, give them a proper goodbye and let them, let them put you to sleep. You know? So true. Yeah. It's not like turning into a zombie looks like it feels good either. This no. is ugh, like at least we know he suffered. We we have figured out that there are like a million ways to be better than LJ. <laughs> <laughs> I am super hung up on LJ. I'm so mad. Here here's one thing. Um so Alice, you you mentioned you just casually mentioned that Alice takes over a satellite. Um, uh, yeah, geometric brain. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, oh, it's, sure. I wasn't surprised. I'm, I'm not going to necessarily complain about that, obviously. Um, but in the last movie, Alice was able to sense that the little girl was what had the the T virus. Um, and in this movie, Alice has has grown geometrically, and uh, she um, takes over a satellite. Does not uh, sense that LJ has a little bit of zombieism, and she's been traveling with him for the past few days. N- nor does nor does she realize that there are super zombies behind a container until she's within about three feet of it. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. very Adrian, selective. Adrian was was super on top of this. Yeah, <laughs> we were watching the movie. Alice, you are flawless in every way. I'm I'm not blaming you, except for this. Yeah. No, no, when they have the T virus, please use use your detector, use your radar. Right. Um, yeah, this this yeah this is one point that I didn't catch before that really bothered me watching it again. 
Mostly because I wanted anyone to kill LJ before yes. he attacked Kmart in the van. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe yeah, maybe when you watched it this time, it would come out differently. Is that what you were thinking, Adrian? Maybe? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, I was expecting. Maybe LJ would be the one to sacrifice himself at the end because he... You promised me entertainment justice. Yeah. Uh, this is I'm the sorry. justice I wanted. Yeah. All right, let's get the let's get the film crew. We're gonna, you know, alternate ending. I mean, if if this is our real mission, if entertainment justice is our real calling, then I guess we do have to go farther than we're going right now, and that mm-hmm. involves refilming this so that LJ dies almost immediately upon being bitten. Yeah. Ugh. Like Alice just strides in to the situation, burns all the birds. And then passes out because, you know, they took a lot out of her. Then the second she wakes up, she just bird dogs straight for LJ. She yep. just, she, she brushes past Kmart. We're not going to have this heart to heart right now. Creepy, creepy new girl who's staring at me while I sleep. I have someone to kill. She hunts him down. She cuts off his head. She explains nothing. Yep. <laughs> yep. You can thank me later. Exact. Yes. Mm-hmm. She says you can thank me later. <laughs> the, end. the end of LJ. Yeah. Ugh. And then she passionately embraces Oded Fair because she knows also she can see the future now that she just saved his life. Wow. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> geometric rate, so there geometric. you go. Geometric. We don't really need to get into the details, but of course, Ian Glenn's character definitely gets infected with his new super aggressive zombie right? juice. But of course. Um, manages to make it back to the facility after Mila kills almost everyone else on a helicopter, injects himself with a bunch of, you know, anti-virus serum. It so doesn't much. really do the trick. Yeah. Doesn't. He's he's changing. He can't stop it. He's maintaining his his brain. Mm-hmm. But his body is it's it's all new. Mila, uh, yeah. by the way, is now no longer interested in collecting gas. Oh no. There's a helicopter and she's going to go get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like fuck it. We're not going to alaska this way we're gonna go by especially hey guess what there's only like three of us left we can take a helicopter now <laughs> we don't actually <laughs> yeah we fit good, good thing there's not 30 of us anymore guys. yeah uh-huh. exactly but how how to get into the facility that is surrounded by so many zombies well uh, well guess who who does have some integrity and some realization that his his walking dead self can actually be of use to the living. I mean, especially considering that, like, they were about to storm a facility that definitely had the antivirus. Yeah, that, like, that, it's, that's a good point. It's, she's like, we, there's, there's, it's right in there. He's like, you know, it's probably too late for me, and I need to do this. Someone needs to do this. It should be me. God damn, you beautiful bastard, Carlos. Yeah. LJ lasted four days. I've got mere minutes. Yeah, go I don't... Him. That's a good point, Adrian. I was thinking, like... <laughs> How come Odette Fair's looking so shitty and LG lasted so long? Yeah. Maybe more hmm. muscle mass makes it move faster. Who knows? Yeah. More integrity the t- makes the it move faster. The T virus, yeah, the T virus feeds on goodness. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just oh. accelerates. Yeah, Odette and that's, goes that's why fast. the antivirus didn't work on Michelle Rodriguez. Oh. Oh, Amber. I made myself sad. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <sighs> at least Oded goes out with a massive bang. He does. It's very good. And also finding LJ's uh, last last uh, weed last, cigarette that he... Last shitty deed. Last <laughs> shitty deed on earth. Yes. Yeah. 
There's a scene in the beginning where Claire's like, oh God, I really need a cigarette. Claire, who's running the whole thing? You know, you feel like she probably doesn't get a lot of sleep at night. She's sacrificing, she's hustling, she's in a leadership role, and all she wants is a fucking smoke. Yep. Everybody out. says, oh, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. You know who wasn't fucking out? LJ. Didn't tell anyone. Fucking LJ. Sorry. I'm, that's, a, that's the last and thing. Yet, I'm, I'm, and yet, I'm Carlos, seeing, seeing the joint... It's just like, oh, LJ, you goofy bastard. I don't know what he says exactly, but that's the sentence. Yes. It's just like, oh, haha, another joke from LJ. Yeah. You're always, you're always trickerating us and you're murdering me. You're always a me. bastard. You're a hoot. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, the left. Yeah. Thanks for the weed at my funeral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, essentially. Smokes up and then blows up. Yeah, he kind of takes uh, most of the zombies in that sector with him, allowing uh, in for Alice to, to come get that helicopter. And the other zombies just kind of remain banging against the parts of the fence that are still intact. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They're, well, they're not, not smart enough no, to they're know. they're not smart yet. They don't have... Uh, they, they have followed the smell of humanity for hundreds of miles over the hills of this desert into the middle of uh, this abandoned wasteland, and yet they can't get around the fence. They cannot. Apparently, Raccoon City, you didn't need a wall. You needed a fence. You needed just a fence, and they can't. They can't do it. Yeah. America. Yeah. Good advice. That's an an American brand zombie. (laughs) (laughs) I, the other, the other like little moment in this is like they go to the helicopter, and the the, the small children, the traumatized bags of oh boy. human flesh that are the children, yes, um, and are our future, get on the helicopter with the lady folk who can still take care of them and get them to Alaska. So they're with Kmart and Claire, and no one thinks, oh, this thing just flew to Las Vegas and back. Like maybe it needs some gas. Yeah. Like they just get in and head and off. They go. They just fucking go. Yep. Yep. Yeah. No. 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 That that doesn't make any sense. I'm sure they can find some gas on the way, right? It'll be easy peasy. It's gonna be totally fine when they fly far enough north that is really cold. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, no desertification. Okay, weather yeah, not a fine. challenge. Yeah, I guess they're fine. Yeah. Okay. I'm giving you a point back there, Resident <laughs> Evil Extinction. You can have that point. Unless they get far enough that they that they this, the virus is there, and then you will get cold again because you have climate up there in the north. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. oh boy. So interesting well, to see where they land, and and if that is accounted for at all. I'm sure those movie. I'm sure those survivors are fine. I'm sure it's totally I, totally cool. I can't wait to leapfrog over that point. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> All the multiple refuelings on the way to Alaska. Yeah. They're just like looking down below for gas stations like, oh, let's try that one. There's actually a spinoff movie where they're like, oh, we ran out of gas. Better head back to Vegas. Oh, we ran out of gas. Better head back to Vegas. <laughs> just it's get really caught terrible. in a loop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Because can a helicopter go from like approximately Vegas to Alaska? I don't, I don't oh, think I so. I think even on a full tank of gas, a helicopter's shorter range, unless they're... Uh, anyway. No, I don't know. Mm, yeah. Shh. 
Yeah, good point. You, you're braining things out too much. We, we, we have to get to the much more interesting and logical part of Ian Glenn becoming a super zombie and proceeding to murder everyone in the facility. Yes. He has tentacles. Yeah, he can make arm pointy, stabby, smushy tentacles. Yeah. It's highly upsetting. It's, he penetrates it's, another man. He definitely penetrates another man who uh, bothers to question his authority. But doesn't Very double aggressive. tap him. I mean, okay, you're doing a hostile takeover because Ian Glenn has clearly gone off the rails, but he's also clearly turning into a zombie and you shoot him in the chest. Gosh, you are not leadership material, sir. I'm there, sorry. There was a lot of that. There was a lot of, you know, even the, the fucking survivors in the caravan shooting zombies in the chest. Like, you know it's the head, dudes. Like, right? Yeah. Come on. It's been five years. Yeah. So so them I blame. I mean, I wonder if, you know, the Umbrella Corp folks are just so like pampered and removed from shit that they kind of forget that like, oh yeah, I gotta I gotta double tap in the head. Yeah. They haven't actually fired their weapons. They've been like worried about the fact that they ran out of rehydratable mashed potatoes and Yeah. Like, oh the water cycler tastes a little like urine this time. These are their problems. They're yeah. like, they have these like ultra first world post apocalyptic problems. Yeah. My astronaut ice cream <laughs> is gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you're totally right. Uh, yeah. Ian Glenn murders everybody below in this facility. Yes. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Alice starts to, she in, starts to enter the facility and she's helped into it. And the facility looks a little bit like the Raccoon City facility, right? She's she's getting this very, like, eerie kind of sense about it. And there's an AI there that is the Red Queen's little sister. I call her the White Queen. I don't know what she's called. But that's just, like, mm-hmm. by default. Yeah. But she's, she tells her, like, I can't contain this beast much longer. He's on this level, and I need you to go kill him because you are the cure for the T-virus. So let me send you out to die. Yep. Because I'm not good at my job. Yeah, that's right. Thank you, AI. Yeah, thank you. Very good. Mm-hmm. Like a, a brand new version of the first AI that was a p- very good at actually containing zombies and murdering people. Yeah, the Red Queen was like in charge of her shit. She's like... I'm going to unleash these mutant beasts on purpose. I need them to help me. Yep. Always thinking ahead. Yeah. She like killed people that were trying to let the zombies out. She was on top of it. The white queen is like, oh, I don't know. It's so stressful. You go. You go. monster down there. I watched him murder everyone in the facility. Um, You're our only hope. Go down and die, I guess. Like she she couldn't have locked some doors to save some human lives. Yeah. Like- you know they're still, you know they're still rehydratable beans. Come on, yeah. save those people. Yeah, she didn't. I'm, I'm, I'm mad at her. I'm mad. Uh, at you her should now. be. She's the most useless uh, AI mm-hmm. we've come across. Yeah, I mean we've come across the most useful AI, the Red Queen, and then yeah, White Queen. Just she's a serious disappointment. Subpar. Yeah, I mean, little sisters, mm-hmm. useless. I, I walked away. I was feeding my dog when Mila discovered one of her clones, so I don't remember mm. exactly how it happened. Oh, she just, she's in the lab, and she just, like, kind of happens upon the bubble. Yes. And ah, the, yes. Clo- the clone is in the bubble. Yes. And the clone yes. opens her eyes, and Mila, the bubble bursts, and Mila catches the clone in this slushy water that you mm. can't help but think of as afterbirth. Oh, absolutely. You know? She, like... 
is there to like birth her own clone and then she watches her clone like choke on air bubbles and 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 pass out she thinks that the clone dies and she covers her up yeah but like she's seen the trench full of dead bodies and then she has the lovely trauma of seeing this clone suffocate or or at least it seems yeah and and i can't remember who said it but on the chat like the 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 way Queen AI sends Alice in there is like, okay, good luck, doesn't, like, fucking mention shit. Like, doesn't say, hey, heads up, this is what you're going to find in there. Hey, here's some a little, do, do you want a few hints? No, just just go in and do this thing. Yeah. You've got a machete. You'll be fine. Be fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she was. She was. She, she, she totally was. took on Mutant Man. I mean... I mean, she wasn't. He was definitely kicking her ass. Uh, his, his mutation's a little bit better suited to to combat. He also seemed to have some sort of telekinetic abilities worked in. He was getting geometric too. He decided uh, that that he thought she was the future, but now he's pretty sure he is definitely oh, the future. I am the future. Yes. It's typical fucking man. It's typical yeah. fucking white man. Oof. Just gonna put that out there. He's like, oh, thank God. Oh, I thought it was going to be a woman. But it's me! But it's me, yay! I'm the future! <laughs> I've, I've stolen your work. Yeah. I've literally <laughs> stolen your blood <laughs> to create my invention. Yep. Yes, that's exactly it. He literally used her to turn himself superpowered and was like, all right, now I don't need you anymore, lady. Yep, <laughs> it's true. But she informs him very sagely, that he's not special. He's just another asshole. And that they're both going to die down there. Because yeah. he's, she's managed to trap him in the Red Queen laser tunnel of death part yes. of the clone gauntlet. Because it turns out he's not that smart. Like, he should know this shit. There's lasers coming for you, you dum-dum. He gets diamond sliced. Yeah, he does. But the mm. White Queen spares Alice. It's no, beautiful. Not the White Queen. She's oh. still useless. That's right. I always think it's the White Queen, and I'm like, oh, she did something. And then, no, no. It's the only mm -hmm. person, thing, entity, bad enough, bad ass enough to save Alice is an almost Alice. Yeah. The clone. So true. So true. The clone has woken up, found a towel to wrap herself in, mm -hmm, obviously, sauntered over to a computer operated the diamond laser function and sliced Dizer Dr. Isaacs to nothingness. It is so good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it stops it just short of Mila, who is herself prepared to die. Yep. So much better than, was it Kaplan in the first movie? She does it yes. like instantly, inst instant Shut fast. Shut this down, Kaplan. Come on. Well, to be fair, Kaplan didn't have a near geometric brain. That clone doesn't just have Alice's trauma. It has her geometricness. Yeah, good point. Sorry, I came down in Kaplan. And so the, the movie ends with her, you know, using her blood in the lab facility there to make a cure um, and then finding Allie Larder and Kmart and mm -hmm. uh, going to Alaska and saving the world. Is that what's that's what's happened? Uh, close. Very close. Uh, she discovers her, what, like 500 uh, cloned selves in bubbles. And uh, uh, um, I was going to say astrally projects. That's not it. Holograms herself over to the rest of um, Evil Core and tells them that she's coming for them. So 
they were conveniently having a holographic board meeting at the time. Um, so it was nice. It was good that they were all assembled together to get her warning. I mean, they were talking about how they lost contact with North America because Dr. Isaacs had murdered everyone. But yeah, she's definitely bringing her clone friends. She looked in the room with the security guard clones and she's like, nah, don't need them. Yeah. So she woke <laughs> up all the Alice clones. Yep. She's ready. She's ready to rampage. She's ready for her revenge. They really stockpiled on subpar Alice's. I, I mean, I... I guess, luckily, now we have a clone army. It's not about saving the world. It's about destroying the Umbrella Company with our clone army. It's about revenge, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ian Glenn is definitely having a conversation at some point, and and then Alice is dying behind him on a screen, and he just doesn't fucking care. He doesn't even mm-hmm. watch them die anymore. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. That's how you know it's not it's actually only, science. Yeah, mm. they only they only call him if they get to a certain point, right? Yeah, like, I mean, that makes sense. Mm. He doesn't want to be bothered. Yeah, if she doesn't make it past mind-murdering the security guard, then... fuck up Kevin, then what's she worth? Come on. Yeah, nothing. Nothing, because then she doesn't have the alpha and the beta waves. Yeah. Perfect. Delightful. Hey, um, Adrian, what what would you rate this movie on the rock scale? Regrettable. Absolutely. Easily. Creasable's K. I have to do it every time because Amber... You interrupted her so that... Sorry. You interrupted her so that you could give her the scale that she already knows. You couldn't just let her give it to I you. say it every time. It's you very important, Amber. over our guest. I did. Who is I'm willing to play your vicious, sadistic rock scale game. Mm-hmm. I'm going to rate all of these movies crazy. Yes. They're okay. all crazy. Fair. Mm-hmm. I know, I know that um, I actually took some time to read the Rotten Tomatoes comments of this movie. Nice. Um, having seen that it was rated 24 and just like how they were talking about how this movie is just derivative of the other movies. And there's just like a few action sequences, but that's barely enough and all of those sort of complaints. But there is like the conspiracy of the Umbrella Corporation. The plot thickens so much in this film. Mm-hmm. Like... Not only is Project Alice the actual walking, living around Alice, but now it is hundreds of clone Alices. It is psionic activity, her Mm -hmm. her brain and her ability to move objects, all of that stuff. They're tracking her from space to the point she has to avoid satellite tracks and they can estimate from a photo of her whether or not it is her. Like it is very serious, this this Project Alice. And the, the way that... It's like very conspiratorial, but also like this little element of profiteering. I actually really like that. And it it intrigues me to learn more about these evil geniuses. And then, of course, you like there's all this other stuff and it's just all crazy and crazy balls all the time. And you didn't shoot the zombie, you shot the mirror. Ah, I love it. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, it's it's the fact that you have an evil corporation on top of a zombie apocalypse that adds that little extra something that you don't get from other zombie movies. There's there's an actual intelligence behind the lack of intelligence of just shambling dead, killing everyone indiscriminately. It, there's And the fact that they still get to operate. Like, yeah, they might be kind of beleaguered, living underground, losing their stores and everything, but they can still fucking try and domesticate zombies with their free time and murder countless Alice's. With a special maze designed. Like, that's just... Yeah, Dr. Isaacs is just like an archetype of what the entire Umbrella Corporation is. He is just like an example that we get to see on the screen of what this whole corporation is doing. Like, we have unleashed global death. And we're just sitting back watching it happen, complaining about the fact we're out of mashed potatoes. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's you're working against the that kind of evil 
while simultaneously doing so you have like macrocosm evil and then like the day-to-day microcosm evil of your lj's you know so you're you're, Mm -hmm. you're fighting against you know the 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 worst devils of humanity on every level in in the resident evil films Yes. And yeah, your day-to-day fears are these people who've lost their humanity and are very much animalistic and willing to kill you and eat you. But the real villain is people who are sitting behind a desk doing their day job. <sighs> Crazy. Chilling. Yeah. Chilling or, or, or sitting in the passenger seat having already been bitten by a zombie next to their friends. Mm-hmm. True villain. Mm-hmm. Yep. True the true villains. villain, humanity itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just the, the, the worst of us. Luckily, the best of us uh, can use a gun and uh, a blade and really good with fire, um, neck snapping. And they're women. They're always women. Always going to be women. If you were a man in this franchise, don't expect to live. (laughs) Not for long, anyway. Are you guys going to rate the movie? Oh, sorry. Crease balls. Yeah, I totally agree. For sure. Yes, it's definitely crease balls. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Megan, do you have an Abby story? Yes, I do. Um... We were on a walk yesterday and uh, we were walking along and, um, you know, like a curb next to the street um, and she likes to walk on the curb like it's a little balancing beam. Um, And she used to do that while holding like my hand or, you know, her mom or dad's hand. Um, But now she can mostly do it herself. But she's still as she's like walking down this thing. I could hear her under under her breath go, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. It was just really cute. <laughs> Adorable. Mm-hmm. Yep. Little, could, little self pep talk. Could, could she do it? She did do it. Yeah. She's very good at it. Like a champ. Champion. Nice. Maybe her mind powers are also geometric. Maybe she made it happen with the power of her mind. Could be. She, she just turned four. It's going to feel like it's geometric. Yeah, it's, it's going to happen fast. Yes. One thing I will tell you about Sneha is that she saw Star Wars today. Ah, yes. A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Like one of the few Star Wars movies that I will suffer through with her because I, Adrian Block, am not a Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. Yep. Apologies <laughs> to the rest of the planet. Mm-hmm. Not for me. <laughs> There's not enough zombies. Not enough. Not enough Alice. <laughs> but it was, it was just amazing because like even if your kid like Sneha has no reference for Star Wars, she didn't have the language, the patience for Star Wars. We started doing family movie nights on Sundays during the pandemic. And so finally, like my dad read her a Star Wars book and I was like, OK, we can watch Star Wars now if you want to watch Star Wars. And so I talked to her about it. it's not a cartoon movie. It's going to feel long. Da, 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 da. She did great. She was like stunned silent through the whole film today. And then at the end, like I brought her downstairs and I was like, okay, now let's talk about all your toys that make sense now because you've seen a Star Wars. <laughs> and the next thing I know, my daughter is in her Chewbacca costume with a lightsaber, which is like a 20-year-old Darth Maul lightsaber from when that movie came out and people were buying Darth Maul lightsabers. But she's telling me that she is Luke and she's here to save me so I'm Leia but she's you know she's doing the noise all of the things she's so excited about being a a Jedi being a space warrior just instantly like fully engrossed in that world so it was fun that's amazing you you waited until the exact right moment and now you've made a huge Star Wars fan yeah for sure yeah maybe to your detriment Adrian. Yeah, I was going to think that that's going to backfire a bit for you. <laughs> I, 
any anything that gets their imagination going and can help her kind of like invent creative stories that aren't like I'll be the baby lion and you be the mommy lion. I'm in. Mm-hmm. I'm. Right, I am done. I am done being animal kingdom mommies. I'm done being car mommies. Mm-hmm. I am a mommy all the time. I tell her I'm a mommy all the time. I'm not being a mommy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not being a mommy car. So now you get to be a princess. Yeah. Yes. really solid promotion honestly Mm -hmm. it is yeah especially princess leia like she's not helpless no she's she's, yeah she's pretty she's good with a blaster pretty kick-ass yeah clever oh yeah she's she's a freaking leader leader and the other joy of it is like hearing sneha like she has trouble still with some consonant sounds and word sounds and things like that so like she's saying obi Gobi, and I don't want to correct it. I'm like, just let's just leave it that way for just like one more week. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like now that's really like, good. She she's so geometric. She learns so fast. Yeah. you know, once you correct her on something, and uh, so I, I I don't want to fix it. Like I really I want her to just keep saying obi Gobi. That's that's fantastic. Yeah, Abby still says um, she says patterns for for a pattern. Um, and it's, it's just, it's very good. She's going to stop saying it soon. It's going to be very sad. Yeah. My recommendations would be much more philosophical this week. Never trust an evil scientist who lives underground and watches people die all day. Yeah. (laughs) At least he had like an end of like, at least at some point 87 for that. He had an end of one on his domesticated zombie and he was like, let's get in there with it. Like, come on. Yeah, see what it does to a bunny first. Yeah, Come exactly. On. Get a zombie oh, bunny wow. in there. I mean, that is that is real science. You don't put humans in there first. You, you oh. see what it does with animals. Yeah, exactly. Give zombie Lenny the bunny and see what happens. Don't give him to <laughs> scientists. Oh, God. How many more do you have left? Excellent. Yeah, good point. It's an excellent recommendation. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can carry that through you with you through life forever. Yep. And saying, I'm going to say, like I always do at the very end of these beautiful conversations that we have. Yep. I want to say. Because you like to ruin beautiful things, and it's really important to you. I'm going to say, Everest. You would spit on a rainbow. Don't if you forget, could. it's just a big pile of rocks. What? The fuck? Did, did Everest? Someone question said mark? to not forget that Everest is just a big pile of rocks. What, what is that supposed to mean? Is it like, well, Everest, it's not so big? It's not so tough. It's just rocks piled up on top of each other. Is that what they think a mountain is? Just like a jumble of loose rocks just like piled on top of each other? Thank goodness we're remembering the words that this person says because they clearly have copious amounts of wisdom for us. And thank you for sharing them with me. You're welcome. I bring that light into your life every day. Every week, mm-hmm. Amber. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Adrian, thank you so much for being here. This is amazing. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely a pleasure. Excellent. Amber. What? Thanks for dealing with me. So he taking it. I'm just taking it day by day, man. I'm just taking it day by day. We all are. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye, Megan. Okay, I love you, bye. Bye. Yeah, I love you, bye. Bye, Adrian. Bye.